everyone and welcome back to Anything Joe's, a collaborative journey through the world of G.I. Joe. My name is Greg Engel. And I'm Jaron Decker. And we'll be your host today. Today on Anything Joe's, we're covering recent news and recent acquisitions. We've got a lot of one. I haven't even looked at stuff I've picked up in the last little bit, so I don't. I feel like I haven't got a whole lot because I've been saving up for Kentuckiana. Of course, I, with there's no telling with you, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. And I don't think I've got much either. Okay, good, because we have a ton of news. Um, let's just jump right in. G.I. Joe Modern Icons Replica Snake Eyes Sword with Sword Mount. So GameStop has got another exclusive piece of G.I. Joe... Uh, memorabilia i guess is the right word for it and it's a part of the modern icons line which made the cobra commander helmet the snake eyes helmet it's a replica sword with the gi joe insignia logo that's actually not true because it's the arashikage but okay uh <laughs> i must have collectible for gi joe fans young and old this legendary arashikage blade serves as a vital and primary weapon of choice for snake eyes forged from virtually unbreakable onihashi laminated steel as a member of the elite arashikage ninja clan snake eyes learned the skills of lethal shadow assassin enabling him to accomplish impossible tasks always with his sword at the ready now with the sword you can own a vital piece of the snake eyes legend uh, emblazoned with the Arashikage clan logo crafted with an eye for every detail this replica sword will look just as epic adorning your wall as it feels in your hands uh, features listed inspired by the 80's G.I. Joe cartoon version of Snake Eyes that's not true that sword doesn't look anything like what he uses <laughs> in the cartoon they didn't brand his sword with the Arashikage logo until one of the one of the movies one of the two movies started doing it I think the first one and then it, you started seeing it a lot more often. Um, GameStop exclusive, officially licensed by Hasbro, comes with the logo on the blade. Um, the sword material is listed as ABS, which I looked up and I guess is a plastic, like a polymer. And I guess is actually pretty common with toys. But kind of struck me as odd for a sword replica. I mean, I guess... I get th- this falls under the line to me more like a toy sword than sword replica because I have a sword replica from the G.I. Joe movie, the first one, and it's an actual sword. It's made out of sword stuff, steel, steel. <laughs> um, die cast handle, and that's pretty much it. Uh, my my first takeaway on this is that it looks off a little bit. I don't love, first of all, that this the blade itself is black instead of a metal color i don't think i've ever seen snake eyes use a sword that's black uh just in general it's that's a it's a that's a real weird choice what do you think about this thing it looks like it's an exact replica of the classified sword oh okay because if you if you look at it the handle looks pretty much identical to it and that's it's got a black blade and it looks like it has the stamping for the Arashikage symbol it's just not painted on the on the sword but I yeah. see so that's where it, it 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 does look a little different I'll give you that even the classified sword is a little thinner this looks to me a little too like thick from top of the blade to the bottom this looks more like a scimitar or something along that lines but I think that's what they're you know they're trying to go for is they're trying to keep it consistent, although it's now it you know I it would have in my opinion made more sense to do the the morning light from the movie maybe. Yeah, I think that would have been the the go to as well. This is listed at seventy centimeters. It's about that's about twenty seven inches. Okay. Does that seem like an appropriate length for a sword? I'm having a hard time visualizing that. I'm going to say that's short. Yeah, probably by a little bit. So, uh, I don't know about this. Uh, I, I guess I should mention that as a standard retail of one hundred nine ninety nine, it's expected out on October 29th. Let me just say, as somebody that bought both of those helmets and bought the GameStop exclusive statue line that they put out before that, that every single, almost every single thing that these guys have done has been a 
sale item of the day at some point after it's released. And if you are attentive, you can usually get it a lot cheaper after the fact. Like there's definitely a way to get this for less than one hundred and ten dollars. You just have to mm-hmm. like you just have to like really pay attention to what their sale of the day is, because those helmets I thought were pretty expensive, and they marked both of them down quite a bit. Uh, I think yeah, I, I wasn't gonna buy either of the helmets, and then they went on the deal of the day, and I was like, well, I mean. I think those helmets were. I think those helmets retail at ninety, and they were on sale for like fifty bucks or something. Like it was yeah. a pretty big markdown. So uh, if you look on the if you look on the Facebook of the GI Joe page, they have a picture of the guy holding it. It looks a lot more reasonably sized there than I thought it would. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, size wise, it is actually looks pretty legit. Looking at it here, almost it like it looks like it gets much thicker at the end of the blade. Almost mm-hmm. like a, it makes me think of like a Pirates of the Car- or a Pirates of Dark Water, like Scimitar or something like it. It looks real, I don't know, piratey to yeah. me. Well, that's what the 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 classified. That's what it does too. So uh, okay, well, so yeah, not not horrible. It does. They do have an image of it also where it's displayed with the helmet, and I stand corrected. That display stand does actually have the GI Joe logo on it, and I think. Together, it actually looks really cool. It almost looks like you have a little shrine to Snake Eyes. I wonder if they made those. Like, I wonder if they actually connect for, like, stability. I doubt they had that kind of foresight. Uh, Probably not, but... Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm <laughs> It'd be nice. Yeah. It doesn't... I mean, that would be cool, but uh, I get the feeling that's not the case. But... I, I will buy this if it if it goes on deal of the day. I don't think I'm going to drop the 110, but that's just because I could buy, you know, a vintage vehicle at that price. Yeah, I pretty much feel the same way. I'm going to wait and see if this does a price drop, as these almost all all do. And if I can get it a little bit cheaper, I probably will get it. I've just I got enough stuff in the pipeline right now, and like I said, I have an actual replica sword that's made out of steel, so. I don't have a strong need for this, but I do like I do like that it's an official product and I do like that it comes with a cool little stand. The other sword that I had didn't. The other sword that I got honestly might not even be officially licensed. I'm not sure. I think they did I think it is, but it's been so long I can't remember. It's coming out October 29th and maybe by the end of the year if you're a patient consumer, you can get it for a little bit less than that. I just about guarantee you can't just hang in there, everybody. <laughs> Next news item. The latest issue, August 2021, of Game Trade Magazine is hitting stores. And inside the magazine is our first look at Renegade Game Studio upcoming G.I. Joe deck building game. This comes to us from HisTank.com. It is likely that the magazine advert would have been our second look at the game if it wasn't for the unfortunate delay of the reveal, which was supposed to be uh, earlier this month. Looks like the price point is $45 and is planned to release in October of 2021. The official info is, it's a G.I. Joe deck building game. Uh, (laughs) It's strategy based with dozens of G.I. Joe heroes and vehicles and 36 unique missions. Play solo or with your friends in this cooperative game. Includes expert mode cards for even greater challenges. One to four players. Playtime runs 30 to 70 minutes. And it's a age at age appropriate for 13 and up so it's been a little bit since we've seen jet in the trading card universe at any to any degree i definitely want this i like that first of all they licensed robert adkins to do the art for the box and i think it looks great and even though this one image from this magazine is really the only thing we've got to see i mean you can kind of tell right away that all the heavy hitters are available uh, in this set, you could see your your Dukes and your Scarlets and your Snakes and your Storm Shadows and your Baronesses and your Distras and your Zartans and your Major Bloods. Um, I see Duke on the side and Stalker, even Rock and Roll. There's a Vamp, so I know you're buying it. There's yep. a Sky Striker. These, I mean, I don't have a lot of great experience buying games like this and then finding someone to play them with. <laughs> so, <laughs> I typically will invest in these based on the idea that I like the art. And then if it happens to be a cool game, although I will admit the feature that you can play it by yourself uh, is appealing to me. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing this. I'll, I'll pick this up 
pretty much just based on the information that we have right now with the hopes that it's it is very good and that I'm going to take a guess and say that dozens of heroes and, ve- and vehicles means it's probably a pretty limited uh, s- set. And also, this is not like it's not like playing Magic the Gathering. These will have mm-hmm. a certain amount of cards. Period. You don't have. There's no like booster packs or anything like that. You what you get what you get in the box, and that's all there is. Not yet. Well, you say that, but that would <laughs> ruin it for me because then I would be collecting it at a different level. Yeah, I'm interested in this. It is a very busy fourth quarter for G.I. Joe releases. So stuff like this getting crammed in there is really about, do I have the budget for it? Uh, is it something that I need right away? Things like that kind of have to be factored in because of all, this, all the other stuff that's going on. But I do want this, even again, even if I don't ever play it i'll will want to have it for the collectability of the art but i do want to at least attempt to sit down and play this at some point and see how it plays a lot of times licensed games like this get you know just kind of get thrown out into the wild and then the stability that forms the game itself is not very good that count on the tie-in to sell it and then and then the game is kind of rubbish so we'll have to look and see i would be interested in seeing this uh, like a demo of this being played. What do you What do you think? You're gonna pick this bad boy up? I'll probably wait to see what you have to say. Although I'm sure you'll convince me to buy it. Um, but I just I don't play a lot of these kind of games, so it's not something that like that interests me. If they, you know, if they have a lot of vamp stuff, who knows? Maybe I'll buy it then. But. uh I'm going to say on the record, I'm not going to buy it. Come November, I'll probably have it. Well, I guess the other factor is is that if you won't play this game with me, then who in the world can I possibly enlist to play this game with me? (laughs) And since you only need one, you know, you buy one and everybody plays it. So you don't technically have a need to play it unless you get it and are like, I would play this by myself, which I guess, you know, feasibly could be entertaining. I don't know. I mean, I'll come play it with you for sure. Just who yeah. knows if I'll buy it. Well, maybe we can, maybe we, maybe we will be the first people to put out a test video of what it's like to play <laughs> it so people can see it firsthand because I do if think that's, that's what people want. I mean, I think that's an integral part of the experience is seeing how it plays. I mean, you don't have to understand every little detail of it, but you kind of want to know how it's going to play out. If this, if, if this plays out and it, you play it solo and it's like playing solitaire, that sucks. So <laughs> I will pre-order this. We'll, try, we'll pick it up in October and see. Uh, maybe we can do a test play together and see how it, how it goes. That'd be fun. Let's do it. All right. Next news item. All right, so this is the big one. Super 7 had put out a teaser that they were going to do a bunch of stuff, and then the July 15th, they were like, hey, here's a bunch of stuff. So <laughs> some stuff we, some stuff we knew about, uh, some stuff we ex- knew what to expect, other stuff kind of caught us by surprise. Let's start with the big news, and that's that they're, they're opening up a G.I. Joe Ultimates line. Ultimates. If you're not familiar with G.I. Joe Ultimates, and I was not really, they are basically Super 7 designed. Looks like they've been really uh, relying heavily on cartoon properties. They are highly detailed 6-inch figure, or seven inch, 6 or 7-inch figures, and they're made to order. So you literally, they make what, what their pre-orders call for. This is an important piece of information because if you're looking at these and you go, maybe I'll want these it's going to be hard to get these in the aftermarket mm-hmm. um, because they will, again, they're going to be made to order. I don't know how many retailers pick these up because they're kind of expensive. So I just kind of a word of caution that if you think you might want them, you should probably pull the trigger on them uh, because it, I think these will get harder to find. I don't know what the second hand market looks like for these figures because again, it was something I had very little to no experience with. I know they had done some silver Hawk figures that looked really good. I think they did some Ninja Turtle ultimate stuff as well. Yeah. That's what I was about to touch on is the only hope if you, if you miss out on this initial wave is that the line thrives enough that they eventually reinclude it. Like now they're going back and basically every wave they're including an original turtle again. Hmm. And they're doing it that way. So 
If you don't, I mean, if you think you're going to want them, get them now. That's going to be the easiest because you're talking your best chance, not secondhand, would be like at least a year for one of them. You know, uh, they, the, from what I can tell, the secondhand is crazy on these as well. Once, once they are out of their release window, it's, it's, it's bad. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Again, because it's part of a made-to-order line, it means that there will not be any extras laying around unless second-hand sellers pick them up. Let's look at the official uh, blurb. First wave of cartoon-accurate G.I. Joe Ultimates, including First Sergeant Conrad S. Hauser, better known as Duke, along with the team's original commando Snake Eyes, rounding out the wave of the ruthless Cobra Commander and the Cobra Battle Android Trooper. These figures are available for pre-order directly from Super 7 now through August 15th at $55 each, with the delivery of this wave expected in spring 22. Let's uh, take a quick look at these figures. So, as I mentioned, these are all based on the cartoon properties. It's really, really obvious that these are based on the cartoon properties. Look no further than Snake Eyes if you need that evidence. Snake Eyes has got like a bluish-purplish tint to him, which is very Mm -hmm. cartoon-friendly. He does not wear gloves his bare hands are exposed that's another big cartoon centric thing he comes with a timber he comes with the uh, cartoon accurate laser rifle he has a jetpack he has a small uh, radioactive isotope container from one of the first original miniseries he has a walkie-talkie why does he come with a walkie-talkie he don't talk hmm. henry golding those is under there he's like <laughs> oh, yeah we do we talk now um, Duke comes with two interchangeable heads, well, one of which is yelling. That's, that's such a classic oh, Duke trademark. He has both his like figure accurate stuff. He's got binoculars. He's got his gun. He, but he also has the laser cannon. He has his little backpack with his shovel. He has six interchangeable hands where he's like pointing, holding, whatever, and his helmet. Pretty straight, you know, pretty standard accessory set for Duke. Nothing out of the norm. And he's got a watch. Oh, he does have a little tiny watch. It looks to be removable. This this Duke <laughs> figure also, and uh, Duke is one of those figures I don't think really differentiates himself between the cartoon and the comic book and the action figure. But there's uh, maybe it's just the coloring on this one really screams this is the cartoon version of Duke. He's like something about his facial properties also, or they're just mm-hmm. like it really reflects exactly what the cartoon looks like. Cobra Commander's got. Two, four, six, seven. I don't know why. There's they left a hand out. There's seven interchangeable hands. He's got three different pistols. He's got a long range kind of sniper gun. He has a little C4 bomb that he like from the GI Joe animated movie that he plants. He's got a cool red cape that's that he wore in GI Joe the animated movie. He's got a cool snake scepter that he can hold. He also has a great globe with a snake, which is a real cool throwback to the GI Joe comic that we were just covering where we were talking about him holding a globe that had a live snake on it. That's probably for the cartoon also, but because it's so recent in my memory, I was like, oh, well, look at that. He has yeah. the, he has an interchangeable head, so he, also, he has, there's a little gray strip on the top of his helmet. If you're a diehard fan, you know that that's kind of where the he stores C4 in that part of his helmet. So if it's removed involuntarily, it's supposed to detonate. They included an alternate head that doesn't have that, just in case you're, I don't know, a purist. Or you just don't like that mark on him. This figure actually probably is the least cartoonish of the four, but it's only because this is kind of a tried and true Cobra Commander. Like uh, this particular mold has been used across the board and doesn't deviate a lot. Hmm. It's crazy they didn't go with the hooded version. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> Almost as if there was a completely separate news item about it. The Cobra, uh, the Cobra Bat has four interchangeable hands. He's got his classic backpack with all his weapons. He's got a assault rifle. He's got a small pistol. Probably the most interesting is he has some great battle damage effects. Mm-hmm. He has a completely he has an interchangeable head that it looks like it's like shocking. Uh, they have included a mount that plugs into the head that is nothing but sparks. So it looks like if you blew its head off, it's just got like an electricity (laughs) it also has an electricity effect that attaches to the chest plate so it looks like if you took damage there but honestly probably the most exciting looking figure out of the set because of stuff like that it's extremely cool yeah i've got two of those pre-ordered 
and man, I can't wait. Yeah, so that was going to be my next question is, um, did you pick these up? What do you think about them? I know we talked about them when they first announced, and we were both pretty hesitant over the price point, which I think is a justified issue. Yeah, I'm going to pick up two bats. I think that's going to be it, honestly. I just... I haven't really purchased anything else Super 7. I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. And then it's a different size, so I can't fudge it in. You know, with with some of the stuff, like even the, the Mezco, with it being 112th, I can kind of fudge it in with Classified. Mm-hmm. But other than, like, this bat, if they do more more figures that I could fudge in, like the bat, like, I could say, oh, the bats in this universe are... You know, these are super bats or, you know, whatever. They're an inch taller or, you know, a foot taller in their scale. But other than that, it's just with trying, with just starting out and trying to go back and get vintage Joes and then also collecting other lines and then the classified line, I have to have some self-restraint somewhere. And I think this is unfortunately going to be one of the things that I don't get. Yeah. So I felt completely different. I was very put off by this price point and still could not convince myself not to pre-order these. I thought when I see these in hand, I'm going to really enjoy them. I was and still am concerned that the availability of these initial four will be very difficult to get later. I thought I'm just going to get these and see how I feel about it and let that affect my decision on future waves. But I couldn't let these get away. These are so... It's like when Mezco has been putting out 112 collective stuff, I was just like, I can't believe <laughs> that there's, there's another G.I. Joe line uh, to collect of such a good quality. Oh, and these are. Yeah, I mean, Super 7 does <clears throat> phenomenal work. Yeah, these are, these are exceptional. Now, the next thing that we have on the list, I felt a lot different about, and that <laughs> is the. First wave of G.I. Joe 3.75 reaction figures due this September. Um, We knew these were coming. We reported on these. We had like a leaked list of everything that was included, and it was spot on. First wave's got Snake Eyes. It's got Quinn, the Tracker. It's got Scarlet, Cobra Commander, Destro, Baroness, a whole bunch of green shirts, a whole bunch of troopers. So if you're not familiar with the reaction line, they basically are kind of like original Star Wars figures is what that makes me think of. They're like five POA. They don't bend at the knees or the elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, they're real simple. And they're supposed, I mean, obviously the term reaction is just that it's supposed to be like a throwback to 80s toys in general, I think, uh, or and before. These are also based off cartoon properties, uh, with the exception of Quinn. I don't know how Quinn snuck in there, but uh, to my knowledge, Quinn has never been in the cartoon. I might be wrong about that, but I can't think of it a particular instance off the top of my head. But everybody else is a spot on. Big, especially of note is that Snake Eyes looks just like the other one. Uh, he's gloveless, got a kind of a purple hue. This Baroness also is real prominent because she's got like a a blue outfit with kind of gold trim. That's a big uh, cartoon era look, and everybody else kind of is taking such a step back in terms of detail that you can't really specifically say hey these are cartoon or not i do like the new card art that has been produced for all these figures it has the same like sunburst background effect but they've they've commissioned all new artwork of the characters themselves so i'll just say that i fought a lot about the decision to whether or not I was going to get these. And I ultimately decided that I was going to pre-order the six main figures and I would pre-order no green shirts, no troopers, because you're literally dub over. It's over double what you'd have to collect because mm-hmm. there's so many like skin tone variations and I thought, man, this is not really something. I don't want to troop build these. Uh, I might not even, I might not even open these. Um, yeah. But the combination of the new card art and the overall, again, the look of like I, this Quinn is a big deal for me. If I had only pre-ordered one, it probably would have been him. And I do really like the look of that Baroness. And I think that that at least the head mold on that Scarlet looks good. But I want to go on record saying that overall, I feel like this is a bad idea. 
most reaction figures fall under the novelty of here's a character, here's a set of figures from Breaking Bad if they'd been released in 1980. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or hey, you know, we never got any Back to the Future toys. This is what they might have looked like, and that has a lot of appeal. I totally understand that. This, on the other hand, is like, hey, this is what G.I. Joe would look like in the 80s if we didn't get a great figure that we all love and collect <laughs> to, the, to this day. It feels like a step backwards and it's very uh, awkward, in my opinion. And I think that the divide with the community is very similar. Most people are like, this is not what we wanted. We wanted O-Ring. You know, why didn't you just do that? It's instead of making something that goes into your wheelhouse that doesn't really fit. Now... This is just a rumor. Again, I repeat, just a rumor. But I heard that they Super Seven approached them, and they to make O ring figures, and they were flat out told that they could not do it. They would not allow them to do it. Mm. That is not hard to believe, unfortunately, but does really make you wonder why they're so why they're brick walling that process. Other than because they said a long time ago they would never do it again, and they're just like, we put our foot down and we're sticking to it. Or they're afraid that it'll be, that it'll cannibalize the stuff that they're doing themselves. I think also as a consumer, we probably lucked out because if Super 7 was doing O ring stuff, they'd probably be like $35 each. Yeah. I mean, I might not even have an issue with that, to be honest with you. Really? It would, it would depend on how they look. Yeah, but the only other thing I can think of is they don't want they didn't want anything to compete with their uh, air quotes retro line, their modern figures that, that they've been putting out. I, I, yeah, I can't really think of any other good reason behind it. Could I, and again, that's just a rumor. It might not be true. I, and the only other thing I can think of is if they had something O ring related in the line and they in the works and they didn't want anybody to step on that. But I don't. I feel strongly still that we're never going to get another O ring figure. Maybe ever period which is pretty uh, pretty big bummer wasn't there a discussion after the last i think like PulseCon or something that they had with some of the other people in the gi joe community and they made it seem like uh o-ring was maybe something they might think about yeah basically more or less they were like we're listening but i <laughs> am i'm not holding my breath on that if we see an o-ring figure in the next 10 years, I would be very surprised. Pleasantly surprised, but surprised. Not surprised. So, what do you, what do you go ahead and weigh in on these? I'm, I feel pretty confident that you did not pre order these. Am I right in that? Yeah, I did not. I just, if I'm going to get P, 5 POA, I'm going to get Star Wars stuff. I'm not going to get a worse version of G.I. Joe stuff. Sure. And, and no offense to the guys at Super 7. I mean, they, I mean, these look great. It's just, I like G.I. Joe, and I like collecting vintage G.I. Joe because they're way more posable than 5 POA. If I want to get out with an 80s toy and take pictures, I want to be able to move it more than just straight up and straight down in maybe a head left or right. And then the other issue is the price point, and that's you know that's the way – it's the same price as all of it. It's not like there's a G.I. Joe tax or anything, but it's hard for me to justify spending almost the same amount on one of these as I can get a classified figure for. Yeah, I guess I didn't mention that either. I think the retail price is like $18 on these. Yeah, $17.99, I believe. Yeah, most I think most people are not into this at all. I think the divide over the Ultimate line is pretty fairly split between people that are like, this is too expensive, or uh, I want to stick with Classified. All perfectly justified reasons, but there are still a lot of people that are like into this Ultimate line because it looks so good. The more I look at the Quinn, the more I think I might end up getting him and just keeping him on the card. But the only other one that I would even consider would be the uh, Snake Eyes. I think I'll have to see these in person, but I can just tell you right now, there's almost, uh, there's like a less than 5% chance I would ever open these because why would I? What would I do with yeah. them? Uh, yeah. I, can, I can think of three other lines in the G.I. Joe universe that <laughs> would, would be more entertaining to play with than this. These yeah. will display just fine the way they are. And their card art is beautiful. The card art is amazing. Yeah, the card art is very good. It Because of the retro line, it doesn't bother me that they are going with new art. I think I would rather have that than, than just repaint some old mm-hmm. Hector Garrido art. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's the big Super 7 reveal. They've got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. I think it's safe to say that's this is they've got a lot more stuff coming on top of this. Like they're going to probably run with it and I guess we'll see what we get um down the line. But for now, certainly is plenty to choose from. Next news item. Brand new G.I. Joe animated series announced for 2022. This comes to us from HisTank.com. HisTank attended the Licensing Con Brazil event. And Marcelo Massiotti, head of licensing Hasbro Brazil, announced that the toy company will debut a brand new animated series based on G.I. Joe. The series is set to release in 2022 with a season 2 in 2023. During a sizzle reel, a brief clip from the show was shown to the audience. The description of the clip is as shown clip is animated like what we would usually see on a typical flashback scene moving characters to a static background akin to mortal kombat x endings could just be placeholder concept art barely two seconds snake eyes and storm shadow are fighting a couple of enemies both their designs are brand new and futuristic snake eyes looks a lot like a black power ranger wears bladed gauntlets like classified series storm shadow art most popularly known as batman gauntlets with a silver (laughs) visor no weapon. Storm Shadow looks a lot like Marvel character Crossbones. White mm. high collar jacket, no sleeves. Like Snake Eyes, wears the same gauntlets. Dual wielding two tang hooked katanas. Enemies, two males. One bare chested with a tattoo. Wearing Japanese demon masks. Bare chested enemy wields double ended Japanese shoge hook. The other wields a straight sword while receiving a knee kick to the chest from Snake Eyes. Located on top of a building, maybe a helipad. Neon signboards can be seen in the city. Fourth of July like fireworks, reminiscent of the intro of the G.I. Joe animated movie. So, seems pretty obvious that the hope is that the Snake Eyes Origins movie would be very successful and that that would help springboard an animated show focused on him. And it could even actually tie into the movie loosely. It might like have something to do with the Snake Eyes Storm Shadow relationship, and but there it sounds like they're working together. But obviously, it's still very early on, so there's we're mostly just in speculation town at this point. I have to say, based on these descriptions, that I have very mixed feelings about it. <laughs> I don't love an idea of a Snake Eyes focused story because, much like Wolverine. You know, they made great X-Men cartoons when I was a kid. And, well, even growing up, they made stuff like X-Men Evolution, which I think is also very, very good. And then they heard a, they hit a certain point where Hugh Jackman's popularity was just too much. And then you would start to see stuff like Wolverine and the X-Men, where <laughs> it was like he was like so popular, it was all you would get all the time. And it was like shoved down your throat because he was the moneymaker. And we've seen this before with Snake Eyes. Like, there's an era of the comic book that says Snake Eyes in this G.I. Joe book. <laughs> so I do worry that this will not hold my interest as much as I would like it to. It might, that it'll be too, I don't want to say anime influence, because we've reached a point where anime is so saturated into just like the mainstream that some anime influence is going to be the norm. But just that it will be a little too... I don't want to say outlandish either, but it'll be so ninja focused that we'll kind of lose sight of the rest of the bigger G.I. Joe universe. But again, it's very early on. I have no idea. I kind of, you know, a lot of people thought the same thing about G.I. Joe Renegades, but by the end of Renegades, they had introduced a ton of other G.I. Joe characters. So maybe it'll be that kind of a deal where Snake Eyes is the primary focus, but we see other characters kind of briefly here and there or maybe honestly that we don't have to have a gi joe cartoon that's gi joe focused we have so much other stuff coming out maybe it's okay to focus on some specific characters if that's what it takes to make the money what do you think about this i uh first i have to say that somebody on the his tank uh like the comment thread said a snake eyes ninja force cartoon mm-hmm. i think that's amazing i'm excited because for me, no matter what happens with this show, I'm going to be able to show my my, my son, mm-hmm. and he'll be able to watch it and hopefully want to know more about G.I. Joe. 
And no matter what happens, I'm going to watch it. Now, I would prefer that they go into a lot more characters as a new as a new G.I. Joe fan, I'd like to learn more. Like, I, you know, it's already being very Snake Eyes centric, but uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about this. I mean, I'll watch it no matter what. I just, uh, I think we were all hoping for a little bit of a return to the kind of the classic G.I. Joe stuff, but I'll take what I can get. I didn't really think we would see another animated series, maybe ever. So I want it to be successful in the hopes that it uh, drives the just the community in general, that we could see a lot more with it, or that it can evolve maybe into something I like even better. So anyway, we're probably quite a bit of a ways out before we actually see any actual animation from that, but it's worth noting that it's in the pipeline and that at some point in the future we'll have something a little more substantial to talk about. I'll, I'll, when I see the character designs, I will know in my heart how I truly feel about it. New Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow movie content dropping to G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. But if you told me at the end of 2021 we'd be talking about Operation Blackout in any capacity, I would have told you you were crazy. <laughs> and yet here we are. Um, this is not really a large news item to, to say, but they put out some paid DLC. It has a Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow outfit that's more reminiscent of how they look in the movie. There are pretty good skins. If you have not played Operation Blackout at this point, you can just probably go find one in your neighbor's trash can. And pick it up and play it. And if you have an extra $2, you can have these skins to go along with them. Um, playable and usable across both single-player and multiplayer elements of Operation Blackout, Snake Eyes, and Storm Shadow movie skins pretty much do what they say. Um, and that's available on every platform that you can get Operation Blackout on, which is Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC. That's it. You got anything to say about this? I like the skins. We didn't dislike the game. It was just, it was a game that existed. We played it, and now we're waiting for something better. I have mixed feelings about the game, obviously, but I, it was perfectly fine. It was a budget title. I played through it probably more than just about anybody else did, so I can't really talk too much. I got my money's worth out of it, I'll say that. Yeah. All right, that's it. <laughs> it's out there. Go buy it if you're it's so inclined. Three Zero announces a one-sixth scale collectible Storm Shadow figure. Well, it seems like only yesterday we were talking about a crappy Rob Liefeld Snake Eyes figure, and now here we are talking about a, a awesome Storm Shadow. <laughs> this Storm Shadow figure looks so good; it is absolutely stunning. Now, this is the second one from Three Zero, right? Yeah, this is their second one. This one is more like Arctic Emission one, Arctic Emission Storm Shadow. I uh, I like this figure a lot. What do you go ahead and talk, tell me what you think about this figure? I mean, I think it's a great design. I think it's awesome. It's it looks super articulated. I've never, I don't have any of the Three Zero figures at all. They're really trying to make me buy one, but it's just same thing with those Super Seven Ultimates. It's I mean, I could buy a year's worth of the classified figures for this figure. Yeah, it's pricey. There's no, there's no denying that. I really, I do really want at least one figure from the three zero, like stable of figures. But I can't, I can't pull a Mezco and just start buying them left and right. I have to, I got to be selective of what I get. But when I saw this, I was like, wow, that looks so good. And it's so like, this is exactly how when you make a variation of a figure, this is how it should look. Not don't just paint him red and call it a day. <laughs> like they really don't just listen to Rob Liefeld. Yeah, it really looks substantially different. And it's completely like it gets a completely new take. I think it looks really, really good. And I would very much like to have it. But I don't know if I can pull the trigger on that just yet. If if I was going to buy one of the ones announced, this is the one that I would do. Yeah, I have to agree. I think it looks different enough to be like, interesting. I think it kind of stands on its own. I like the the gauntlets on this one. It is $189, and that is a hard pill to swallow. But yeah, he's got kind of a, like a camo, like his uh, Arctic camo design. But it's more than just that because it's, it's actually like a camouflage pattern. Mm -hmm. The... You know, his normal Arctic camo is kind of like dots or like 
bars basically kind of strategically placed but yeah he's got these cool wolverine claws he's got uh, dual katanas he's he's got a bow and arrow he's very posable man and it's soft goods which is always cool yeah when you get into these kind of figures having a soft goods kind of thing going on (laughs) it's so nice looking at these pictures makes me want it so much more yeah, it looks great. It, but again, if you're going to buy one, is this is this the one that you get? I don't know. Maybe I'm just like maybe it's new product lust, but probably it, it it looks so good. Anyway, that's shipping in February 2022, so I guess I've got a little bit of time to think about it. Whew, man, I don't know. It's so nice though, but it's it's so expensive. All right, let's move on before I look at it any longer. Yeah, before we add it to cart. G.I. <laughs> Joe Classified, Master of Disguise, Zartan Color Changing Exclusive. So this leaked out of Asia originally. I think we've narrowed it down that it's a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive at this point. Well, um, probably PulseCon, right? Or PulseCon. Yeah, so this is basically Although like... some people have it already. Some yeah, people the, haven't. So. The distribution out of Asia is, is kind of a buck wild. It just goes everywhere once they once they have it at hand. This is basically exactly like the other deluxe figures that we've seen up to this point, like Cobra Commander and Snake Eyes. It's just a more fleshed out version of an existing character. They took the exact same Zartan that they've already released. They changed some paint apps to him, most notably on his armor and his knee pads. And then they fleshed out his accessory set. So this Zartan comes with... All the stuff the original one did, but now he also has, a, he's got like a quiver. He's got a bigger, better gun. He has, I think there's a bow and arrow in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. It looks like Storm Shadow's bow and arrow. And then he's got like just this rundown of alternate heads. He's got a Snake Eyes, a Storm Shadow, uh, Hard Master, Blind Master. There's that same old generic weird gung-ho looking face that he came with. Uh, there's uh, that's just a skull on the end. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's like, hey, it's I'm dead. Cool, though. It's me, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, it's um, me, the dead guy. Uh, it has a deluxe-sized box that has a rotating wheel on the side, so you can make Zartan's face look like other characters. And did I mention it's color-changing? Because it's color-changing. He changes blue in the between the hot and cold, as opposed to sunlight, which the original one did. This one is like actual temperature-based. I don't know if this this is saying a digital render, so we actually I actually haven't seen what this looks like in action, like when it actually is exposed to it, because the digital render has literally just like changed the tint of his skin to blue, so it's probably not that complete. Like it probably isn't like a full perfect transformation, but it's what everybody wanted. And when the Zartan figure originally came out, a lot of people thought, "Oh, cool, is he gonna?" change color so they did kind of run with that which i think is really cool what are your thoughts on this guy i think it's super cool zartan the classified zartan is actually one of my favorite figures i love the the design of it um i do find myself wishing that his regular temperature was the blue and then like if you got him cold he would turn normal just because when you set him on the shelf he's gonna look like a normal Zartan with just slightly different colored armored pants. But I'm pumped. Uh, I've seen online where some people have said there's going to be some at Kentuckiana, and if I can find it and make a deal, I'm going to I'm gonna go for it. Really? They're going to be there this weekend? Yep. I've seen, a, uh, I've seen at least one person, I should say, post about, uh, someone, about bringing a few of them. Well, here's an important thing to note, that the retail price on this is thirty six ninety nine. so try not to pay... Remind me of that when we're there, <laughs> Greg. We'll see how much it is. I would also pay a, a small markup, probably, just to go ahead and have it in hand, but I'm not going to pay, you know, triple. Well, and so we don't have to deal with refreshing the page on PulseCon and yep. making sure we're there the whole time and all that. When is PulseCon 2021? It... it they haven't announced an actual date, but uh, it was September of last year, so probably, yeah, probably September this year. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway. He 30... also doesn't have his monkey paw or his snakehead, so what's up with that? Got rid of the chaff. Keep the wheat. 
How dare um, they? I will say thirty six ninety nine is a very reasonable price for this. I would have expected them to go for a little bit more. And another thing that I'll give them credit for is this: the this is the kind of uh, like convention exclusive that I really like because if you miss out on it, you're really not missing much. Yeah, you can still get a Zartan. Yeah, it's not like they're saying, "Hey, the only way that you can get uh, Tomax and Zamot is go to SDCC." You know, right. like there are some some other lines that they'll do a figure that if you don't go to that or if you don't get that one, that's the only time you get that character. Yeah, I totally agree with that. All right, let's keep on moving down the line. Next news item. Snake Eyes, Don Marito, Kotobukiya figure uh, released. So we reported on this quite a while ago uh, that we knew that they were going to make a Don Marito statue in the Kotobukiya line, which is like a real cheesecake anime manga take on existing characters and they've done several not several but they've done a handful of these so far all females of course they did a lady j they did a scarlet they did a baroness and now they're doing a don marino and at the time we didn't have an existing image of it now we do i am first of all kind of surprised at how i guess kind of normal this figure looks compared to the others and uh, maybe a big part of that is because her face is covered in a lot of it. But this figure looks, uh, um, yes, anime influence certainly, but a lot less cheesecakey, for lack of a better word. Like her, she looks like a pretty normal character. They've taken some liberties on the design of her outfit, which I guess is another big part of this property. Is they just kind of do what they want, and. I, again, I said this last time, I know these are not for everybody. I really like them. I don't care. <laughs> I think this one looks very good. There's a lot of fine detailing on this figure. I think that's real cool. You know, on the, she's got like a blade sticking out of the base and the textures on her outfit. You can tell that they're like made out of different material. Pretty, this is pretty cool. What do you, what's your thoughts on it now that you've seen it? I mean, I love like the, the code of a, or however however you said it so confidently Kotobukiya. Uh, yeah that one they do like they have some really great artists working and doing stuff for them um it i'm not in the statue game so this is something i'm not gonna get um although of the ones that i've seen from them this is probably my favorite i love this design the red and black really works together really well and like you said, it's not too cheesecakey to where I would feel like I'd have to sneak it down, you know, <laughs> sneak it into my man cave. Um, but uh, no, like I, it, it, it's it's a nice figure. It's probably the most inappropriate phrasing of a term I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> not enough, not too much cheesecake, just a right amount of cheesecake. I won't pretend like this figure isn't still over-sexualized to a significant degree because it is, but it is still like i don't know it's still i think is a strong figure that stands on its own it does really tell you that line between uh, not distasteful but a little over the top for me but i've already started buying these they typically waver at the 100 dollars price point which i think is kind of kind of reasonable considering they don't really come out that often and i mean let's be honest there's only about 10 female gi joe characters so how many of these statues can they possibly make <laughs> What seven more, six more, something like yeah, that? Yeah, so I, I do want this. I do want to pick this up uh, now that I've seen the final reveal. I'm pretty much completely on board. I probably would have honestly bought it sight unseen, but I'm glad they did dial it back just just a hair. It could still be, you know, the they're probably on like an an eight on sexualization. I could probably take it down to about a four and still be happy with it. Um, but it's not worse than any of the other ones I've bought already. So whatever. My wife is still going to look at me uh, real weird. Yeah. They're, they're better than some of the, like, I really like the designs of the DC bombshells, Mm -hmm. but some of those are like cranked up to like nine, 10. Yeah. Yes, I agree. They are the cheesecake factory. Okay. It's (laughs) too much. G.I. Joe times Mego, Ninja Rival, Snake Eyes, and Storm Shadow 2-pack. So this dropped on Hasbro Pulse like literally out of nowhere. There was no warning or anything. Well, there was a live stream, but it was on Mego. 
Oh, I see. I had uh, one of our one of the friend my friends that uh, he came with us to the Snake Eye screening. He tagged me in it, hmm. so I was watching them talk about it. They went in, they talked about it quite a bit, and like they seemed to be really happy about being able to work on the line, work with the line. You know, they talked about their respect for the line. They they seem to be very happy getting the chance to do this. I'm sure they are. Marty Abrams doesn't get the whip out of ten amigo stuff anymore. I bet. legendary hasbro characters in a nostalgic eight inch scale premium hasbro attention to detail with a detailed helmet sculpt and paint hits to honor the og characters removable premium soft goods ninja costume pieces with character inspired detailing character inspired weapon and gear accessories highly posable for player display with collectible packaging inspired by classic gi joe card bags but you talk about stuff that I was not expecting. <laughs> this is just about <laughs> as not expected as it cuts. We are seeing a lot of weird G.I. Joe stuff, like a lot of weird G.I. Joe toys, mm-hmm. maybe maybe more so than I've ever seen in my entire life. If you told me that in the same news burst we would be talking about reaction figures and Migos and Kotobukiya figures, like it's really quite the gauntlet of stuff that we're seeing. It's funny because it's hard for me to look at these now and look at a toy and not see like classic robot chicken or <laughs> twisted toy fair theater. Like that's what these characters have come to life with in a with a yeah. new generation. I you know, I'm as old as I am, I'm still too young to really be alive for the when Amigo was a big thing in the with the like D C and Marvel superhero line. So for me it is like, oh yeah, these are what kind of the figures they use on robot chicken i pre-ordered these right away i was like this is too wild to not have probably won't open them i know i do that a lot but i just i mean the possibility on these is good they're just so Miko figures are so odd you know what i mean like they they're kind of like the reaction figure of another generation in my mm-hmm. opinion because they are they just don't have the same like I don't know. There's so much soft material present in these. Did you pre-order these? I haven't yet. I'm I'm really on the fence about it. They're just so out of my wheelhouse. I have nothing like them in my collection. Yeah, but I don't. Every time I look at them, I'm like, there's just something about them. Like I I don't want them to make a whole line out of this. At least not for me. If other people like it, go ahead. But like, I might pick these up. But this will probably be the only thing I ever keep in box. Yeah, it's a weird one for sure. Looks like this ships in fall of this year, so it's, I guess this is coming out very soon. I don't know. Maybe I'll do an unboxing of these when we get them. We'll see. They're so... It's just... Uh, looking at them, I'm just like, these are so weird. But again, it was sometimes the weirder it is, sometimes the more into it I am. I'm like... The more outlandish the product, the more I want it. This this is one of those things that your your future shelf of like weird GI Joe things. This would this is perfect for that. It's screaming for that. <laughs> All right, I think we have one news item left to tackle, and that is the retro, the new retro wave. And even it is somewhat news. I mean, yes. I have one in my house. <laughs> so, they had the little Walmart, I don't know what the Walmart, the RetroCon or something like that. Uh, I think Walmart was CollectorCon. CollectorCon. Anyway, Walmart, exclusive toys, did their convention, and they were like, hey, we got some new figures coming out. This was originally actually reported on What's on Joe Mind. Uh, they scooped everybody with the release information on this. And sure enough, we got pictures just a short week after that announcement. And the figures in the new wave are Robert Grunt Graves and Cobra Trooper with a hiss, Cobra Hiss 3 tank. All right, so let's start with Grunt. So, first of all, wow, I did not think we were ever going to get another Grunt figure because he's such a, like, low priority, like, there's not a lot of fans of Grunt probably in this day and age as there were in the beginning. They used his original card art, which I love. I think the figure itself is a pretty good representation of Grunt. They didn't try to modernize him too much. They are using that like snake eyes turtleneck look for his shirt. I don't know if that's specifically mm-hmm. what mold it came from, but they, that's what the vibe they're going for. 
I mean, he's just, he looks like a green shirt. You could easily get this figure and go, green shirt, and nobody would complain. And let's face it, if the, that's what Grunt should look like. He's the he's the infantry man. His codename is Grunt. Um, the head build on this is a little weird, but I guess Grunt is one of those characters that, with, with the exception of how he looks in the comic, doesn't really have a very noticeable like face. You know, like It's not like somebody like Breaker that has like a real, you, you know, what you expect him to look like in your head. I don't think Grunt has a lot of that. He actually looks pretty faithful to the card art in this. It's just that the card art wasn't used for a lot of other things for Grunt. So this is a pretty exciting figure. Again, because it's been a really long time since we've had a Grunt figure with any degree of success, I'm very, very interested in this. What's your What are your thoughts on Grunt? I, I really like the character of Grunt, so I'm happy to have him back. I find myself caring less about the retro line as we go along. That's nothing against the line. It's just, it seems like I start not thinking about it, and then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, start going to your Walmarts again. And I'm like, God, it's almost like a chore. Like, ah, uh, we got to start checking Walmarts again. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I checked on, dude, I, when the Stalker retro wave came out, I went to a Walmart for about 10 days consecutively. And still missed out on them. Like the whole wave is crazy. It's just crazy how much work you can put into these and not not get, and not get anything. Yeah. Because they get four, you know, or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part of it's difficult. But as opposed to the retro wave with Stalker, which was kind of ahead of the curve, these opened up on the website and were available for pre-order. And so I did pre-order the whole wave. So I have at least one of everybody coming. It's just as the, the norm for pre-ordering through Walmart is that this stuff shows up pretty late. Just like if you order through Hasbro Pulse, you know you're basically going to get it dead last. Mm-hmm. But you do have the ease of mind of saying, hey, it, at least it's coming. So, yeah, this is our first grunt figure since 2015. And I think he actually looks better than that one. I'm very excited about it. And there's a lot of great uh, customization potential out of that figure. You can make lots of other green shirts. You could buy it as a troop builder, in my opinion, and use them as green shirts. No problem. The other figure in this wave is the Cobra Officer. So they made a trooper now that there's an, now there's an officer. This figure is not radically different than uh, any of the others. He looks a lot like his head, I think, is for sure the Cobra Fang pilot. I was just thinking the same thing. I've got it pulled up. That hair swoop <laughs> is like a dead giveaway. Um, comes with tons of accessories, like you were saying. He's got way more stuff than the Cobra Trooper did. And I think this figure looks good as well. Pretty both good figures to buy in bulk, unfortunately, for people that will be looking at Walmart. Yeah, you just can only find two of them. Weird that the card art has the red Cobra logo, but the figure itself has the silver Cobra logo branded on it. But hmm. uh, a minor you know, takeaway. These are pretty much, I can mix and match between the trooper and the officer. It doesn't matter to me. I don't really distinguish between the two. I'm just like, here's a bunch of bad guys. Go get killed. <laughs> you have any thoughts on this guy? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm going to try to find, I'm going to buy one of them. I've got yeah. them pre-ordered. I'm going to, when they do this, I like it because I can just hit pre-order and then forget about it. And then one day it'll show up and I'll be like, oh, hey, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, basically we've said, all, and there's not a lot to this. When we get one, we can open them up and look at them a little more in depth. We will, but for all intents and purposes, it's the Cobra officer. You know what you get into. Last thing on the retro list is the Cobra Hiss 3, which we actually, Jaren was actually able to pick up today at a local Walmart. Uh, Isn't that so, wild? Yeah, look how we fast. We didn't even have time to talk about it, and then it's here. And it's already here. Maybe that's because it's just a straight-up repaint, everybody. <laughs> they Just like it was when it originally released in the Toys R Us era, they took the black one, and they turned it blue, and they added a mud effect to the tank treads, which they is also a Toys R Us effect that was happening a lot back then. And it comes, instead of the like regular Hiss tank driver, it comes with Rippet, who is a character they created for the Toys R Us era. I didn't realize that that was like a special character. I thought it was just, here's the <sighs> driver and he's blue now. Special is the right word. Uh, Rip it sucks and is a dumb idea and that's a dumb code name. <laughs> you could just put any old generic dude in there. Actually, this figure doesn't look that bad. I shouldn't be so harsh on it. I like uh, the figure in hand, but yeah. I like the regular driver. I, I just, when I think of the Hiss Tank, I don't think the Hiss Tank has a... When you think of the Rattler, I go, well, that's Wild Weasel's vehicle. When I think of the Hiss Tank, I go, 
everybody could drive this thing. Like <laughs> you, I've literally seen everybody drive this thing at some point in time. Yeah, and like there's more than like a cup. You know, like you see multiple at the same time. Yeah, exactly. At sometimes, you right. know, there's not just one his tank. We they're, they're everywhere. So. I mean, I don't care about this figure one way or the other. And honestly, I probably didn't have to have the tank, but I wanted to get at least one for the collection. Um, and again, I, you, if you were going to stock up on any one vehicle from the G.I. Joe line, I feel like the His Tank is it. In terms, in terms of size, availability, and price point, it all lines up. And is the vehicle that you see most prominently, you know, it's always being used and there's always a ton of them. Like it's their standard infantry vehicle. So every time I buy one, I'm like, eh, I can always take another. And, but yeah. meanwhile, I'm actually in the back of my mind thinking, God, do I have, do I have 25 his tanks in my collection? Like <laughs> I do probably do have a ton of them. So for me, they're perfect because they're a good antithesis to the vamp. Like, I can have my army of vamps go against my army of his tanks. That's perfect. I yeah, I totally see that. You're totally right. It is the vamp of their line and is a great I mean it's a great designed vehicle and yeah, I love the his tank and it never bothers me. I mean if I pick up another, I pick up another. It is what it is. Alright, so that's pretty much it. Let's take a short break and let's do our one year anniversary giveaway. Hey guys, welcome to the giveaway part of the show. So we are celebrating the one year anniversary of our show. We have listed five prizes that we are going to give away. And I'm going to announce those winners now. If you are one of the five winners of a prize, please shoot us an email at anythingjoespodcast at gmail.com sometime by the end of this month. And we'll get your prizes out to you as soon as we can. We want to thank everybody that took the time to enter this contest, leave comments, uh, new subscribers, uh, people that have been supporting us throughout the year. We really appreciate you guys a tremendous amount. We couldn't do stuff like this without you, and we are hoping to be able to do more stuff like this in the future. If you would like to see this drawing as it was done live, you can view that on our YouTube channel. It's embedded as the video portion of this same episode. But it was a little bit easier for me to edit it down for audio purposes without all the clapping and wheel spinning and such. So the first thing that we're giving away is the OG-13 Jamie Sullivan print. And the winner of that is True Dead Man, a.k.a. Scott. So congratulations, True Dead Man. Uh, like I said, shoot us an email and we will get your prize in your mail to you. The next prize that we have on our docket is the Target exclusive G.I. Joe Classified Major Blood. And I am pleased to announce that the winner of that is Snake Eyes Declassified, a.k.a. Frank. So, Snake Eyes Declassified, congratulations. And I hope you enjoy what is a truly excellent classified figure. The next prize we have on our list is the Deluxe Snake Supreme Cobra Commander. And the winner of that is Bearded Toy Guy. That is a excellent handle. Bearded Toy Guy, you're the winner of Snake Supreme Deluxe Cobra Commander. Congratulations. The fourth prize on our list is a Retro Series Stalker from Wave 4. And the winner of that prize is Dustin McCoy. Dustin, shoot us an email to claim your Stalker and enjoy. And the final prize on our listing is the Target Exclusive G.I. Joe Classified cobra island viper and the winner of the cobra viper is justified 1970 aka morris congratulations justified 1970 on a an amazing troop builder can never have too many vipers and that's it those are our prizes for this year thanks so much to everybody that support has supported us will support us did support us doesn't support us Everybody that has helped us out over the years that has been there watching or is maybe even you guys are just came for the giveaway and I hope you guys stick around and help contribute to the community and listen to what we've got lined up. We have a lot of new stuff going. We're kind of just getting warmed up. I feel like one year out, 
or the training wheels are coming off. We're starting to get a little more experimental with what we can get away with and uh, fine-tune our craft a little bit. So again, thanks to everyone that entered. Thanks to all our winners. Just a reminder, anything Joe's podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Reach out to us and we will get your prize in the mail as soon as we can. everyone that's going to do it for us today thanks so much for listening uh you can find us on social media on facebook instagram and twitter under anything joe's pod you can email us directly at anything joe's podcast at gmail.com you can find our youtube channel at youtube.com slash anything joe's and we would love to hear from you you can send in questions comments what you want to see what you want to see more of what you want to see less of um we will be very responsive and we greatly enjoy hearing from our listeners uh we'll be back in two weeks with coverage from the kentucky energy joe show which as we are recording is coming up this weekend and we also have a special video coming to our youtube channel where we will talk both spoilers and non-spoilers from the gi joe snake eyes origins movie which we saw recently I didn't want to delegate it exclusively to the podcast because I know there's still a lot of people that haven't seen it yet. So we wanted to put it out in a format where people could kind of listen and skip around based on where they're at in their viewing time right now. And that's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for listening. And we look forward to talking to you again in just two short weeks or anything's available for discussion here on Anything Joe's.